How do I intro this? Welcome back to Admissions Uncovered with Michael Gao. Me. And Alex Sisman. All right. Today we're talking about the Common App. Common App is the one of the applications you can use to apply to colleges. The Common App will be sent to all your schools that use it, which will basically be all of your schools. The Common App is very similar to things like the Universal application, which you can also use to send to multiple schools at the same time. But I use Common App, and that is definitely the most common application people use, so we're going to talk about it. All right, so let's go ahead and go from the beginning when you sign up. Uh, what information will they need uh, sign up and then how early should you go ahead and do that? So information they need when you sign up is basically they'll need your email, name, and some basic background information, which you'll have to refill out when you have to do your Common App with your profile section. But that's just your basic stuff that you have to fill in when you sign up for any account on the internet. How early you should sign up? The Common App has a special date that is the earliest date you can sign up for. I'm not sure what that is, but I wouldn't actually stress too much about signing up for the Common App early. What I would recommend is that you get it done when school starts, but in the summer, you shouldn't be worrying about the specifics of the Common App. You should be worried more about the generalities of your application, like what's your story, what your essays are going to be about, things like that. So like, what are the major components in the Common App? So you have your general information stuff, which is like who you are, your name, your school you go to, test scores. There's also a family section. And this is actually kind of important because they ask about your parents' college background, which can help if you're a first-generation student. They'll ask about if you have any siblings, things like that. Then there's the education and testing section, where you talk about the schools you went to and your test scores, your ACT, uh, SATs, and AP tests. And then there's a section where you can put honors. So these are where you put any of the academic awards you've gotten. So national merit, finalist, semifinalist. You can put that you were accepted into the finalist of some scholarship. And then there's also the activity section where you're talking about your extracurricular activities. For reference, Dominic just took off his shoe. So is that really the only part that you like specifically list all your like extracurriculars and stuff? Because there is another section where you elaborate on that besides your essay, right? Okay, yeah. So the activity section just gives you 10 spaces where you can write 10 up to 10 activities. And then you have a very short amount of time where you can write about what you do in those activities. But some colleges will have an additional extracurricular essay that's a bit longer that you can use to write about. So this section is the only one where you list out all of them in one place. So how many essays do you have to write for the Common App? You only have to write one essay to send to every one of your schools, but each school will generally have its own supplementary essays that they'll also put through the Common App. So do they have like this same Common App essay every year? Like the same prompts? or Yeah, they're, they're very similar. There are some small changes year to year, but they really aren't a big deal. And we already have ours as well. What are they? I'm not sure. But, but I mean, this actually segues us pretty nicely into the next area, I guess, which is that the Common App topics actually don't matter that much at all. Because, yeah, exactly. All of them are going to be very broad. But also, there's eight different topics. And there's also one that's like, create your own prompt which means you can literally write about anything you want. And that's what they want. The personal statement is supposed to be broad. You're just supposed to talk about whatever you think makes you unique and what explains why you've done all the things you've done in high school. So why don't you guys talk about what things you want to put in your honors section? All right. So I do have a question on that category. Yeah. Um, 
is there anything, something as a word count, or I, I know there might be a limit on the amount of things you can put there. And then based upon that answer, I would have some other questions. So the honors section, you only have five maximum that you can put mm -hmm. in. And then there's very little place for a description. There's only a short place for the title. Then... So just like major, like honors, so like, are they just academic honors? So it asks, I think, specifically for academic yeah. honors related to academic achievements. Yeah. Um, but I honestly don't think they need to be. I think academic is broad enough that it encompasses many of your different achievements. So, for example, if you have so many piano awards that you can't fit them into the the description box under you know the extracurricular activity that you use for piano, I think you can definitely put it on this honor section and it'd be fine. And it also asks for the grade level you earned it in and the level of recognition. So is it a regional award, national award, state award? Is this still, like a big part of the application? Like, do they really look at this? Honestly, that's the question you're going to have for every section. Of there. <laughs> um, I'll say it's like important if you make it important. If there's something on there that really stands out that is really different, then I think it definitely will. So, you know, for example, if you apply to a state school or like a mid-tier level school, that national merit semifinalist will be a very big deal. Like OU will give you basically auto admission with a full ride scholarship. But for the Ivies, it might take something like International Science Fair finalists to get attention for it. So, any other questions about that? By honors, by what they, by what they want with honors. Okay, uh, so honors is, I guess, any special achievement or award that you've gotten. It can either be something separate from the extracurriculars, or it can be one of your extracurriculars. So, for example, I have this essay award I got in ninth grade, the gold key award from the Scholastic Art and Writing Awards. I actually did that through debate because the minimum wage was a debate topic, um, but I also got an award from it that's kind of separate from debate, so I put that as its own honor. I would also feel comfortable putting there, like, I was state champion of speech, but I already put that in my extracurricular description, so I don't need to repeat it here. Honors, I guess, to answer your question is just any extra achievement or award that you've gotten. Because, like, the thing is, like, a lot of yours, like, one of them is, like, National Merit, like, which, like, semifinals, which we aren't, and then the other one's, like, debate. So it's, like, mostly the other kind of, like, outside yeah. things that you've applied to. Yeah. So what if we don't, because you have a bunch of these, and, like, mm -hmm. I haven't really applied to any of them. What should we put there instead if we don't have those certain, like, National Merit and that? Well, I think, like, what we should do next is just you guys randomly blurt out what types of things you've done, awards, achievements, as small as you might think they are. Because these don't need to be huge deals. This honor section is for you to put down what you've done well at and if there's an organization that's awarded you things to it. So, for example, like, I put in I put in semifinalists of the Coca-Cola Scholar Award. I didn't end up becoming a finalist, uh, but I still put that there because I didn't know about the finalist thing until later on in the process. The second thing I guess I'll say is that I talked to my counselor and he told me the story about this girl who had this very generic application that was like, she was in debate and orchestra and that's it. And then later on, after she sent in the application, my counselor found out that she actually had her own quinceanera business where she choreographed dances, managed the catering for all these foods. And when you know the counselor was like, why didn't you write about this on your application? She said that 
it wasn't worth anything. So I think we tend to belittle the types of things we do, even if they aren't the traditional first place in the science fair. They can still be really valuable things to put on here. So, so what different categories are we going to end up putting the things we're talking about under? So we've got awards, honors... Extracurriculars is under activities, right? Yeah, so extracurriculars is under activities, and then any separate honors or any honors you couldn't fit in those extracurricular description areas, you put in the honors section. So why don't we just talk about the things you might want to put in your honors section, and we can discuss whether you should, what order they sh you should put them in, those types of things. Well, first off, just thinking off the top of my head, um, I would put the Princeton Prize in Race Relations. So I was I was named a certificate winner for the DFW region. For nice. So I'll put that on there. Um, and that was, a, that was a good experience. Definitely. So it was fun being able to write up what I've done and being able to reflect on it. And I think that that's decent enough to put on there as far as what I've done. So what is that prize and who? What is that prize? What did you have to apply, do to apply for it? So it's sponsored by a, I would say, committee at Princeton made up of alumni and community activists. And it's called the Princeton Prize in Race Relations. And what it's broken up into different metropolitan areas. I believe it's 23. And Dallas-Fort Worth is one of them. And what they do is every year they have this application that runs until December to January. And... You fill it out, and there's a lot of there's I believe five questions about ranging from 100 to 250 words each on explaining your project and what you've done for it and the impact it's had. And it, the main focus obviously would be improving race relations. And then uh, after your part, you need to have a sponsor or person who has observed you other than a parent and what you've done, and then they'll write up a recommendation as well, and that'll be sent in. And then one. A uh, person from each region is selected to be the regional winner, and then they can go to the conference and stuff. But then also on the regional level, they name a couple um, certificate winners. And from my research and what I've been able to find, they there's usually I would I believe it's five to seven ish people named. I'm not sure on that exact number, but from what I've seen, it's about five to seven per region. So they're having a dinner um, coming up in a few weeks, so I'll be able to report on that later when I receive it, but... So do you first compete among people from your region, or is it... Not? Yeah, so it's among your region, based on who is the one person that gets to go from the region. So, although you might have two applicants from one region, and 500 from another, you have to compete in region to win that one spot. And then, after you compete in region for that one spot, it, they come back with all the other people who weren't regional winners, and then select certificate winners who, I would say runner-ups, basically who had exceptional projects but weren't named the exact winner. I think that's definitely one you should put on there. Uh, yeah, especially... I think you also want the human impact spell. Oh, that's oh, definitely yes. a big deal. Yeah. So, that was so uh, what is the Cameron Impact Scholarship? Well, from what I know is that it basically like gives you a full ride to a lot of schools, right? To Almost any school. Any school. Think, yeah. And you kind of just apply and say like the activities you've done within your community and the impact that they have brought back to your community and all that so it's basically i think it's kind of similar in that it's like a project in which you somehow engage within your community and like give back and then you're awarded for that yeah it's one of the few merit-based scholarships that are left uh in the country that are open to everybody well only u.s citizens which is a slight qualm i have with the organization <laughs> um but yeah, 
And it's relatively new. I think the first class of people who they selected oh, 2017. was 2017. Yeah. Um, and so they don't get a huge ton of applications every year. So that's definitely an opportunity that juniors right now should take advantage of. Uh, there is an early application deadline, which I think is in June. So no, you guys it's should. actually, yeah, actually May 25th. May 25th. So mm-hmm. you guys should, well, Dominic should definitely get on it. I heard there are like 12 essays. There, it's... There are a lot it is essays. a lot of essays. Okay, after I piece, there's a week. Yeah, you so, should. <laughs> but you also have to get rec letters, so you should ask for them mm-hmm. now. It's called the Camera Impact Scholarship. The early decision round, May 25th, yeah? The early one is due May 25th, but if you don't feel comfortable writing all your essays in that amount of time, or if your teachers can't write the rec letter in that time, or you don't think they'll write a good one in that time, there's also a later, like, regular decision timeline that's in... The fall area. So any, late um, September, I think, is the due date for that. Honestly, I have, they don't say it has a benefit, okay. actually. I imagine it might have a benefit, but I don't think I'd be too concerned if you can't get it in on that time. Yeah. <laughs> 12 essays. It is, it's a ton of work. I remember doing it beginning of my senior so year. So what is this Coca-Cola scholarship? Okay. Yeah, the so my so one of my finalists or one of my honors was the Coca-Cola Scholar. It's another scholarship I applied to and it's one of the more com- one of the more commonly known merit-based scholarships and it's very similar to the Brian Cameron Impact Scholarship in its intent. It's a lot about community service, academics and leadership. There are a lot of levels to the scholarship. So the first one I think is your preliminary review where you send in your scores and data points. And if you, I think, meet a minimum threshold, you get bumped up to the semifinalist area where you actually have to submit an essay and you have to get teachers to write rec letters for you. At the semifinalist level, those rec letters aren't just the teacher submitting a letter. It's actually kind of a survey type questionnaire where you have five different questions. So for the teacher, it's basically five mini essays. So you should... So it's 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 a little bit more involved for is the teacher for that one. Only like teacher recommendations, or can you have outside? You know, since it's like the impact you come in the community or something. So what do you get like hmm. from the person from the? I think this one might just be for teachers, unfortunately. But the Cameron Impact Scholarship, I think, is from anybody. And I, in fact, I think specifically request one from a community leader, so someone outside your school. But what other honors do you think you guys want to put on? All right, so as far as extracurricular honors, because a lot of mine come from scouting and what I do in there, where would I put most of that? Because this seems to be mostly academic, Mm -hmm. right? So, and then also academic scholarships from non-academic things. So for, for example, scouting has a lot of scholarships in there. And if I were to win one of those, where would I put the information as far as winning that would it go in extracurriculars or honors uh so i would recommend just seeing what your activities description looks like so how much can you fit in that boy Boy scouts description area and then putting everything else into this honor section so i think i think the thing that's called an academic honor we're taking it a little bit too seriously it's just an area where you can write what you've done good at and they say it's academic only, but colleges aren't going to turn it down if it's something amazing and you just put it in the wrong place. So I wouldn't be too worried about it. Um, As for scholarships, I think you should put those scholarships in the honors section because that'll leave your activity section more open to talking about the projects that you've led as a leader in Boy Scouts. So um, 
what other like similar like besides like the Coca-Cola Scholar do you recommend applying to? So there's a few specifically for debate. There's one from the National Speech and Debate Association called the All-American Scholar Award, which is actually kind of easy to get, but it sounds pretty good. As long as you have done enough debate and, and have enough NSD points and you have a certain GPA, I think it's 3.7 on a 4.0 scale, you get the All-American Scholar Award. There are a few regional ones that I apply to, so I am Chinese-American. So there's an organization called the Chinese Institute of Engineers in the DFW area, and they award a youth achiever, a young achiever award every year to juniors and seniors, and I applied and got it. And there is a national one that I went to called the Scholastic Art and Writing Awards, where I submitted an essay on the minimum wage that I also was awarded to. As for other awards, I'd suggest there's a lot of just random scholarships out there that you should just apply to. And if you get to the next level, you should put it on your resume. So the Coca-Cola Scholarship, the Cameron Impact Scholarship. Okay, because like I've looked up some like scholarship websites and some of them are just like really weird, like yeah shady pages where it's like one or two thousand dollars or like no essay and blah 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 so like what's like a legit website yes there are actually not that many legit websites (laughs) a lot of them are like if you sign up you are put in a random drawing for a thousand dollars and i did some of those just because i had some time did you win any of them no None of them. I don't even know if a drawing So where did exists. you find stuff like the Coca-Cola scholarship? Or where do you recommend that we look? Uh, so my counselor actually sent me a lot of them. Like the Coca-Cola scholarship was from my counselor. The Cameron Impact Scholarship, I actually had to do some digging for that one. Another one I should mention is the Calvin Coolidge Scholarship. And this is a very good deal. I think this is another one of those very prestigious ones that they only give to a few people. Unfortunately, though, I think the deadline is coming up really quickly. So if you're listening to this, and you too, should definitely look into it, and you should start working on it now, because you have to write an essay on his autobiography. I think think our teacher posted this one. And you actually have to read his autobiography and write an essay on it, so it's a very involved process, but if you get it, it's very good, uh, because they also fly you out to Calvin Coolidge's hometown for his library, and so that's a free vacation, so you guys should apply to it. I didn't get it, so... You guys need to avenge me. But what other honors are you thinking of putting on the list? Just list anything. Just say anything. Because, you know, I told the story about that girl who thought his her quinceanera business wasn't important. You guys should not follow that path. So I have a lot that falls under activities, specifically. Like what? To move on to there. So all the, all the awards and honors and scouting as far as the service hours mm-hmm. that I'll have then. I so what's that, an example of one? Um, of our service projects, um, for so, example. Like what, what is an example of award you've gotten? I, there, I have... I've been awarded several uh, regional, or I would say council-wide, honors as far as a Chapter Chief of the Year award, which is out of the 26 districts, they pick one a year who has shown the greatest improvement uh, for their district, and then I was awarded that one. I've, I was also awarded an award for the youth who has had the most impact on the administration of the lodge, and then also I was given the Vigil Honor, which is a national award that they can present to people who have shown exceptional service. So what I'd recommend is just listening, just doing the process we're doing now, just talking about all the other honors you have. And if you don't have other honors to list, like if you do, if you don't have other non-Boy Scout, more academic honors to list in this section, just listing those 
Boy Scout ones on there. Because that national award for helping the administration of Boy Scouts is a very big deal. And the Chapter Chief of the Year award is also a big deal. That you can definitely make work on this honor section, because even though it isn't strictly academic, it is pretty prestigious. And you can still put a grade level on it and a level of recognition on it. So it still fits with the format of the section. So my advice is don't be too worried if it's not academic. Because if you put those awards here, you can save the description box of the Boy Scouts award to talk about the service projects you've done instead of just the awards you've gotten. I was also invited to attend this uh, award ceremony uh, in a couple weeks uh, for a national award given by the Scouts. And the cool thing is they only give it to about five kids, so I believe there's going to be five kids there. And then my brother's actually getting it, too. So oh, cool. So two of the five, uh, which is going to be pretty nice. But it should what be... What is the award called? It's... I know, I, I know it's given by the Catholic Committee on Scouting, and I think it's for exceptional, you know, service in yeah. Scouts and the for being a Catholic Scouter. And it should be a fun experience i know laura bush is going to be the guest speaker there and there'll be a lot of people on the national level that i know so it'll be a good meet up to go and see everyone that's, a, that's a definitely a very cool award that you should definitely put under summer in fact i think that's a perfect one to put on the honor section uh strictly the honor section that's actually really cool so besides like activities which is probably just like extracurriculars and then the honor section what's the other major section I mean, besides the essay. Uh, the other section is the activities section, where you list out up to 10 activities that you've done in high school. And these don't need to be school activities. They can be things you do only outside of school, like taekwondo, or you've started your own business, or you've started your own nonprofit, for example. And so that would go into activities or businesses? Yes. And then if we had multiple... Multiple, okay. then you would put so multiple, activities. multiple activities. Yeah, you have up to 10, so you have plenty of space. And, you know, and this goes for the honors section as well. If you do not have five honors or 10 activities, that's fine. Oh, what about, like, internships? Internships is also under activities, because activities is also where you put your job experience. Oh so there's actually, so actually, uh, in the Common App, there's multiple sections, and one of them is the activity type, and one of those sections is intern, one of them is community service, one of them is oh, business. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of that is there. One thing I want to say about your Boy Scout thing, though, is that we should have another episode about schmoozing for these types of scholarship events, because it's actually kind of hard. What do you mean? Because, so, I went so I went to the finalist weekend for the Jefferson Scholarship, which is a full ride to the University of Virginia. And a lot of that weekend, especially the day before your interview, is about meeting judges and meeting the interviewers. So it's about how, how to schmooze with adults who you don't know if they'll be judging you or not, but they might be. What do you think would be the best place to speak on service hours? And, and what amount of service hours in the span of time do you think would be exceptional enough to write that on the application? So if you got an award for your... Uh, presidential uh, presidential volunteer, volunteer service or, award yeah. yeah i got that one too um i put it under where i where i which activity i received it from uh, but you can also put it on your under your honor section and just put presidential volunteer service award 400 hours or something like that either or would work but also just service hours over your high school career if you feel that it's a bigger amount are those service hours for an organization mostly 
I would recommend putting those service hours under the tag of the organization. So if you've done like 400 hours for Boy Scouts, under Boy Scouts, you should say 400 hours doing... In a year. Per year? Yeah, I had... I, I believe it's 400-something, 460-something. Oh, and my that's God. Last for the Presidential Service Award. Per and that, that, was, that was just the Boy Scout stuff that I had signed off. But this year, it should be upwards of... I don't know. I'm I'm thinking 600 or 700, but oh my god, that's a lot of hours. I do a lot of stuff. Okay, that's actually really good. You should you should brag that's, about that. That's in the why activity I was section. asking about being in there because I feel like it's an abnormal amount, especially for the kids at this. It is. It is. You should find the total and be like, you know, three thousand hours doing X Y Z. Not that many, but I don't know, six hundred a year. But I, I've also only tracked them. Uh, oh. these past years. So if I really went back and tried, but also if I said like this many over two years, I feel like they would interpret that the same way. Yeah. If you have a numerical amount, put it under the activity you did it. If you got an award for it, put it under the honor section if you don't have space in the activity section. A lot of this is interchangeable and you shouldn't be worried about it because... Because honestly, it's like the colleges are going to read like all your information. Yeah. But like try to put it in sections. But yeah. Just let, let them know one way or another. But what's most important is that you don't repeat, because that is a waste of space. If you put state champion of speech in your honor section and in your activity section, you've wasted, you know, uh, four words. Four words. Four very important words. Don't waste words and don't repeat. Businesses would be activities, right? Businesses would be activities, yeah. And in your description, you definitely want to describe what you've done and your role. Because if you just put, I started a small business with no description, doesn't mean anything. Kind of sketchy. How much of a description of the business would you give? As much as you can fit in there. So definitely what your primary business model is. Like if you're selling phone cases, you should write sell phone cases as chief product officer, comma, design products, comma, create marketing materials. So everything that you do for the company. What, okay. You know like how APs give you like like an AP scholar? Mm-hmm. If you get, should that, should you put that in honors? You definitely can. You definitely can. If you have other honors that might yeah. be more unique, mm-hmm. I would recommend replacing that with them. But if it's, you have like an extra, just put it Yeah, on. it's a perfectly reasonable one to put on there. The other thing I'll say about the... What about the act- national... Honor Society, like NHS. I would put that as an activity rather than as an honor. So that's an activity. Well, the reason why I call it an activity is because in my school yeah. we actually volunteer with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's different in other schools, like the tag magnet. And I believe we're trying to change that next year too, as well. Okay. So with this, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the kids in earlier because they do it at normally late so they still haven't done the juniors yeah, like we still haven't gotten ours really yeah they still haven't done the juniors so we're what we're our induction ceremony this thursday what we're trying to do is especially next year sophomores get the real to be seniors to get kids in earlier and be more active in service Definitely. and i feel that we have a decent group of people that can be able to spearhead that Make sure that works. Yeah, then if you do something with it and you can describe the service tasks you do under it, you should put it as an activity. The other thing I'll say about the hours spent per week and the week spent per hour, I spent a lot of time stressing about how many hours I actually spent. And I spent too much time like on my calculator adding up numbers and taking averages because some weeks I do more debate than the others. Some weeks I go to debate tournaments, other weeks I don't. And... The truth about it is that nobody's going to penalize you if you put one more hour 
than you actually did. Mm -hmm. Obviously, don't lie and say, I do 200 hours per week of debate because that's not possible. <laughs> but it's okay to estimate up. If you generally do 10 hours of debate a week, but sometimes you have a lot of homework and only do five, don't put three hours a week. Put 10. Help yourself. Estimate up. And don't stress too much about the exact number of hours because really I think colleges know. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't think the numerical amount of hours actually matters as long that as it's much. Not like one hour per week and like one week per year. Yeah, some if it's one hour per week, one week per it's year. It's not even worth putting it on there. Yeah, it's like you've wasted an activity space. I'm sure you've done other stuff that is more deserving of that spot. So don't. And this is kind of a macro level piece of advice for the entire application. Don't stress so much about some of these small details because if there are small details they probably won't matter to the college. Obviously, this is different in the essay because it's about writing and your ability to describe an event very well where details matter. But in other parts of the application, some of these small factual details don't matter. And if you get them slightly wrong, no college is going to penalize you for not remembering four years of your life perfectly. So your essay is where you should really like pick out your major activities and elaborate on them. Yeah. And we should definitely spend another episode on the essay. Thanks for listening. This is Admissions Uncovered. Thanks for listening to Admissions Uncovered with Michael Gao, Nee, and Dominic Siski. Bye-bye.